0: welcome to the in your corner podcast my name is tony douglas and i'm here with my wife erica and our mission is to help young up-and-coming athletes reach their fullest potential on and off the field as always we truly appreciate you tuning in and we hope you get something out of this episode welcome back everybody um it's a new week we're excited to get in front of you again um We've got some great information today to pass along. So, thanks again for tuning in. So, Erica, what are we going to be talking about today?
1: We're talking about preparation.
0: Preparation for
1: for a competition. So, awesome. like, what were some of your rituals before? Like before before big game or big I, meet or something.
0: I hope everybody knows from now. I was so ill prepared <laughs> that I didn't really have preparations.
1: I See don't. our mine I wore the same socks or the same sports bra every time. In high school I would always paint my nails like really funky, you know, like different colors and designs and stuff. Um I always wore my hair well, it depended on the year. So like in in high school one year I wore these like stupid pigtails. My hair was really short and I would wear these like little pigtails on top. Uh or, you know, that then it turned into like a headband kind of thing. And then I, you'd um remember like Discman's? Discman's. <laughs> Discman's. And you had to like actually carry around a CD player, mine was yellow. Nice. And then you had your big bucket of CDs that you carried around. Yeah, that was back in 2000s, folks. Um but I listened to the same music every time. Wow.
0: I would have been you so You had none of
1: those. You had no you had no like I um I, I gotta eat this certain snack or I feel like I'm gonna. Sound I wear like, these socks.
0: I feel like I'm gonna sound like the uncle on Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> if I would have had all of that <laughs> in high school, I would have been really. I would have. I would have. I would have kicked the pigskin a quarter mile. <laughs> like I would have been amazing. Uh, no, I. I wasn't thinking like like no one told me about having rituals and I think I think it's fantastic to have like a set routine. Um, I had zero. You know, I would show up. Actually, I, I would before. I do remember before, like, like a warm up routine. Like I knew how to get myself warmed up. Um, but that's that's about it. Otherwise, I'm probably worrying about what else is happening in my day. So your what,
1: your warm up routine was probably what two minutes? Do, do no. a little stretching. See,
0: <laughs> maybe that's why now I'm able to, to not warm up a whole lot because I practiced this my whole life, but. No, I didn't. I didn't have any big rituals. Just didn't.
1: Hmm. Well.
0: So c- kudos to you.
1: <laughs> Thank you, and I'm not. I'm not certain all of mine were necessarily helpful to performance. I know one of my rituals was having um, animal cookies and zebra cakes in my cooler. That ne- wasn't necessarily helpful. Sure. But it was a. It's kind of like a placebo effect. Like you expect the same things. Right. Maybe
0: That's good.
1: in your mind, you think it's going to happen. But what we're talking about is preparation for a competition because through experience, through research, we have found that the more you can take out the unexpected, mm-hmm. the easier it is to focus. It's like driving to school. You know, how often do you get there and you're like, oh, I, how did I even. Get here, wasn't even paying attention, right? Because it's the same thing every day. So your brain automatically functions. This is how we get to school. You don't have to do the extra work of thinking about it. And we want you to spend all of your energy and all your focus on the actual competition, being alert when you need to be alert, being focused when you need to be focused, instead of wasting all of that leading up to your competition.
0: Right. It's like when
1: I had to parallel park, I had to turn the music down.
0: Yeah. Because focus. I
1: can't because I can't think. Yeah. Cuz it it's that's a that's a really hard task for me.
0: Yeah. It's not do. it's not a, a a habit.
1: Yeah.
0: Um so um so yeah, the more you can take out and have an actual routine and a vision kind of of where you're going with it, the better versus doing like me and just showing up
1: mm-hmm. and
0: you know Depending on what you do, still getting by, but not at your fullest potential. Right.
1: So, you know, my preparation might not be the exact same as Tony's would be or as yours is going to be. But the important thing is that you have your own routine. So I would say if you have a competition, say, you know, Tuesday night, that your your preparation routine starts Monday evening.
0: Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you? Yep. Yep, um, so that you're not sidetracked on a Netflix binge up till one o'clock in the morning, or you pound down a bowl of Captain Crunch, you know, <laughs> an hour before you go to bed, you know, just so that well, if you
1: have like a, a big paper or project due, right. you get all your all your stuff, you know, set yeah. out, put away, so that you can do your paper and not worry about
0: right, you know, other thoughts.
1: Your, track bag or yeah whatnot so
0: yeah definitely start start the night before start preparing yourself when you go to sleep like take some time to visualize like what that race the next day is going to be like or that that basketball game or that soccer match like visualize how you want to see it play out see yourself doing positive things in the game
1: I remember my that was something my dad always said to me like visualize yourself doing good and I would I would like before I'd fall asleep I'd Visualize myself going over the hurdles, you know, and I'd be like, you know, hurdle one, two, yeah, I'd be doing really good, and then like hurdle seven, I would hit it and fall and like fly off the track, and it was always so dramatic. And i be like, okay, let's try it again, and I would visualize and then something else, like I'd get hit by a car or something. I, I really needed practice on my right. visualization. <laughs> because it, it turned it like wild and crazy. I don't think it was the exact visualization he was
0: talking about. Talking about. But it takes practice.
1: It does that's take probably, practice. That's,
0: the moral of that story <laughs> is that it takes practice. <laughs> if you would have consistently practiced it, I bet you you would have been able to ward off the Tyrannosaurus Rex and whatever mm-hmm. else got in your way and finish the race. And that's your mind the next day is going to be like, I did that. Well, and that's
1: true because then I would get even more worked up. Like, oh, that, maybe that's a sign that this is going to go really bad. Right. So, yeah, practicing the visu- visualization, I think is important but like you said visualize it going right going the way you want it to go
0: right which may take some practice
1: (laughs) (laughs) depends how imaginative you are maybe don't do it right before bed because if you're like me maybe your mind goes weird yeah yeah do it before bed do it like in the light when you're sitting up or something
0: um so what are some other ways what are some other things that we can be doing in preparation
1: I think one uh, one good thing is you you want to lay out all your stuff. You know, have it all packed and prepared, you know, your uniform, your uh the food that you want to bring with you, all of that stuff. Have it laid out, have it prepared. You, you, some some kids have, you know, motivational quotes that they read, maybe they put them in their you know, their shoe bag or things like that have it all set out and all prepared maybe don't wear your lucky socks any other time so that once they're washed you just put them back right in your bag so you have everything set out so that when you get to your competition especially if you have to travel to it you have to get on the bus and travel to it you don't get there and oh my gosh i don't have you know my my sneakers or my uniform that's happened
0: yeah before it's so like mark zuckerberg facebook and steve jobs like they wear the same clothes every day and some people are like they they just they're just weird like (laughs) no they wear the same thing every day because they they're that locked in that they don't want to use any thought energy to pick out their clothes because we we underestimate the impact of some of these little decisions of should i wear these shoes should i wear these clothes and then by the time you leave the house You've already depleted yourself, right? It's decision
1: decision fatigue. It is. You know, you're making. I I get that way all the time. You making this little choice and this little choice and this little choice, and on their own, they don't seem like that big. But once you've made a hundred little choices, you're done with making choices. Yes, you're spent, and
0: and you're wasting them on (laughs) on these little things that can give you an enormous advantage if you. If you take care of some of these just little things that don't really need a decision made on them, have it prepared the night before. That way when you wake up, you keep all of your energy going towards what you should be doing, which is your competition.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do, we've do. we kind of started to try that with our kids before school. Because one of my children, if they couldn't find the specific pair of shorts that they wanted to wear, it was, it was horrible. End of the world. Yeah. End of the world trying to find them, convince him that it would be okay to go to school in blue shorts instead of red ones. So when he's picked it out the night before, he wakes God. up in the morning, puts it on, and everything's okay.
0: Yes. So you got to use some strategy in this, mm-hmm. um, especially if you're someone that doesn't have all the talent in the world. Um, you have to be using every little advantage and you know these are these are somewhat strategies, but they're also tactics that you can use to get yourself ahead.
1: Agreed. So finding your routine, preparing the night before, getting all things set out. Um, you we kind of learned this firsthand, but not wasting your adrenaline all day yes. thinking about it. So having other things to do. I think what's great about high school and even college is. Your competitions are in the evening so you have school you know but all of a sudden the competition is on a Saturday you know and you spend all day worrying about it then by the time the competition comes you're exhausted you're, you're exhausted you've wasted all of that all of your adrenaline that should have been saved you know for the 30 minutes before your competition you wasted it at nine thirty in the morning yep.
0: yep so
1: saving your adrenaline keeping busy with other things so whether that's school uh find you know find a book to read or, or relax just relax and, and yeah take not- your mind off of it do something
0: yeah. different yeah yeah save that thought energy I've done that to myself where I've I've taken the route of like I'm gonna be so locked in on this and three hours before the competition I'm just in this mode and by the time the t- competition gets there it's like oh geez I'm you know like I'm fatigued, so.
1: Because you know. can make yourself fatigued even without actually being physically active. Yeah. Your brain's tired.
0: So you have to learn how to control all the emotions that are going to go into that event and save it and then use it the right way for when the right time comes.
1: That's so true. Hard to do. but Hard to do. The more you, intentionally that you practice that, the better that is, is going to be. That's good. So then, the night before a competition, you want to find your routine. You want to have all your things set out. You want to make sure that you're not wasting unnecessary energy where it shouldn't be wasted. And then when you get to the competition, when it's time, you should have a set warm-up routine. Lots of teams, they have their own. You know, when, when the the warm-up time starts, they have their own little routine. But you individually as well should have your own routine. So whether that is listening to your music, whether it's going through... Your visualization, whether it's saying a prayer, it's you know certain stretches that you need to do. Maybe it's checking in and seeing the trainer, getting your ankles taped, um, getting stretched. You need to have your own routine because during that routine is when you prepare.
0: Yes, and it should be, and it should be followed. I yeah. mean, maybe you add to it once you have the main thing down, but that should be what you do.
1: One thing I found with high school kids is they don't know they don't know how to do it. They're I'm like, okay, go warm up and they look at me like I'm, you know, green or something. So I have found that as a coach, I need to start by giving them their routine and then from there the kids kinda learn what they like, what they don't like, and then they get and then they kinda take ownership of it. So if you're if you're if that's you, if you're in that position where, well, I want to have a warm routine, but I don't know what to do. Ask your coach yeah. ask someone who's been there before ask a ask a you know an older teammate what they do, and then start there, start from something that's prescribed, and then eventually you can make it your own
0: yeah, and just thinking about it is going to make it better because guess what happens when you start thinking about something you get interested in it and as you get interested in it, you'll start asking those questions to maybe your coaches or whatever else and guess what there's it's two thousand and eighteen, so there's this huge Amount of information out there, like on this thing called YouTube or Google, that you can start to then even narrow in even more. Like, I'm a volleyball player. How should I be warming up? Right. How do the best volleyball players? I I bet you, the best volleyball players in the world somewhere out there, and in, in the internet world, have said at some point, "This is how I warm up." That might be a good person to copy. Mm-hmm. I mean. They probably won't care. They wouldn't have put it out there if they didn't. So um, that's the next phase of, of all this information we're talking about. So first, we're giving, you, we're, we're giving you a thing that kind of wakes you up to the fact that, oh, yeah, maybe I should have, that makes sense. I should probably have a routine um, that gets me through my day. Now you're interested. So ask some questions. Do some research on your own. You can't always take uh, everything that somebody says as... The Bible. You need to sometimes take it a step further and say, "Okay, my coach showed me this today. Awesome. Um, it's a new drill. I like it. It felt good. What's the next step of that? How can I make this even better?" And and you don't have to do that for everything, but um, in the things that you are interested in, if you're interested in your sport, do some self research.
1: Yeah, and and self reflection is key because, like we said at the beginning of this, everybody's is going to be a little bit different. Some people prepare you know by talking you know they, they get their nerves out through you know vocalizing them through through moving around through kind of you know that's how they process it others are a lot more reserved a lot more internal and more quiet so you got you got to know who you are and what you do to prepare so if you're somebody that needs more like solitude make sure either you you've vocalized that so your teammates don't come up and try to bug you or just like step away, you know, find find your own spot to do that.
0: Yes. But the first way to start discovering how you like it is to actually try some of these things. Um, because if you just don't do it, you never start the process of learning what your perfect warm-up is. The, our goal for you by the end of whatever season that you're in is that you have found the perfect warm-up for yourself. Mm-hmm. And the perfect warm-up can always be altered and changed, but you should start working on that.
1: I think that's a good goal. Um, and lastly, focus on your controllables. When you're preparing for a competition, you can't focus on what you can't control. Oh, right. that, that ref! I don't like that ref. Or, um, oh, I hate, I hate the, um, this track. You know, right. it's hard. Um, those kind of things they can get, they can distract you. They and,
0: do distract you. And
1: they can um, crumble what you're preparing for. Yeah. And get you out of your mojo.
0: Yeah, I, I used to have this thing where I'd be like, I don't like to jump in the rain. Mm-hmm. So if it was ever, but, but the the problem with that is it, it seeps into so much more because it can go from, I don't like to jump in the rain to, I don't like to jump when it's even a little bit dreary out. Mm-hmm. Like now you're limiting yourself to, I only jump when the weather is 100% perfect. Um, so you have to be careful about saying and, and thinking some of these things because you can't control them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So don't let them wreck you.
1: Right. You can only control your actions. Check yourself and your effort.
0: Check yourself before you wreck yourself.
1: <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so prepare for competition. Find your routine. Don't waste your adrenaline all day. Occupy your your mind, your energy, save it for when it matters. Protect it. Protect it, yes. Visualize and control your controllables Did I say all the right things? Yes, you did. Good answer.
0: <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in and really hope you got something out of that. Um, once again, if you have questions, you want to send us follow-up information, um, send us a DM on Instagram, Facebook, um, shoot us an email, and we would love to hear from you. Also, if you could give us a rating. We're trying to grow this and that's the way we do it, so um we would really appreciate that so until next time
1: this is erica and tony and we're in your corner